Electric Friends, a Gary Newman podcast celebrating the tracks by a musical pioneer. Recently announcing plans for an acoustic tour later this year, something he's never done before, it got me thinking, which songs can you definitely expect to hear in such a different setup for a Gary Newman gig? And I think there's one song that makes totally sense to expect this autumn, and it's one of the most unique and, could I say, unlike Gary Newman songs ever, but also a fan favourite since it debuted way back in 1978. So for this episode of Electric Friends, we shall look back at Shubway Army's Joe the Waiter. Joe the Waiter worked for me Serving wine in basement bars Only mad men ever stay gonna time If you're mindless, please take mine Originally released by his band Chubway Army on their self-titled debut album in 1978, Joe the Waiter is a rare acoustic track and has been cited by critics and fans as one of the highlights of that album. And all these years later, Gary has continued to perform it live in concert, perhaps because it is apparently one of his wife Gemma's favourite songs. The song coming in at 2 minutes 40 seconds was recorded at Spacewood Studios, Cambridge in summer 1978. It features Gary on vocals, keyboard and guitar with bass from Paul Gardner, and drums from Jess Lidyard. The album was produced by Gary and mixed by Mike Kemp. The song almost feels like a folk track with elements of new wave and punk thrown in. It's one of Gary's best poppy tunes in my opinion and in another life I can imagine this becoming a big hit single at the time. It starts off quite simply with just Gary and his guitar but it builds and builds with Jess's drums, Paul's bass and with Gary's voice double tracked and a simple keyboard accompaniment. It's so simple but so effective and just when you're getting hooked it stops leaving you wanting more. The song's subject matter appears to be about a lonely man who looks back on an unsuccessful homosexual affair that he had with a waiter whom he used to employ. He hopes to move on from the affair's fallout while junkies and valium addicts lay around him. So the waiter held me close Behind the door marked gentlemen And just for now that's all I need Won't someone call me friend Long gone, I recall good times I must confess I cried phrase young men need love special is a quote from William S. Burroughs's novel Naked Lunch and like many Gary Newman songs from this period it does have an air of William Burroughs's themes of addiction homosexuality and failed relationships coming before Gary's fascination with science fiction that came about on his next album Replicas but Gary himself did open up about the meaning of the song in his first book Praying to the Aliens in it he wrote Joe the waiter was named after a girl Joanna Casey who was my first love or as close as you can get to it at that age. 
The lyric deliberately suggests that Joe is a man. A line about Valium boys with painted eyes is about me. I don't know where I got it from, but I had a bottle of Valium, so I zombied out a bit, feeling sorry for myself, until my dad gave me another one of his famous kick up the arse talks. A lot of the stuff I wrote was sexually misleading. I wrote into the songs a great many things with bizarre implications that I was bisexual, a drug taker, a devotee of weird sex, violent, cold, unfeeling. In most of them, I would use the words I and me, transplanting myself into them as a central character. This was my imagination turning me into a more interesting and unusual character than I'd ever felt. I was a skinny little man, no real worldly experience, still living in a small room in my mum and dad's house. I didn't go out much, I didn't socialise well, and had a fierce ambition that was often misinterpreted, or accurately interpreted, as stubbornness, self-righteousness and arrogance. I was moody, volatile, and carried that haunted look of the driven youth like a warning sign. I was a man on a mission. Anyway, Joe Casey left me for the second or third time, broken-hearted yet again, and then I actually found her underneath a friend of mine in a car park one night. I was very cut up about it, and a lot of that hurt was woven into my music. His betrayal as much as hers. And according to setlist.fm at least, Gary didn't perform Joe the Waiter live as a solo artist until 1992. It was a live favourite throughout the decade, uh, and apart from a single performance in 2004, it didn't really return until 2014. In fact, here's that 2004 performance from Shepherd's Bush Empire, taken from the Fragment live album. And since then, it's popped up quite a lot, including at his big Wembley Arena show in 2022. clip of Gary performing live in Aberdeen I found on YouTube from 2019, giving us a taste of what's to come in those acoustic shows later this year. it was covered by The Orb on the Gary Newman tribute album Random in an epic nine and a half minute track and to be honest I don't think you'd know it was a cover of Joe the Waiter unless you were told in advance. (laughs) 
taking a look at your comments about the song, you can tell it's a real fan favourite. On uh, Facebook, John Kane said, uh, My first ever very unexpected hearing of the Tubeway Army album was mind-blowing and literally changed my creative thought process. And then Joe the Waiter came on. Every emotion, perfect, beautiful, what music should be. Joe the Waiter, Photograph and Seed of a Lie, my personal three favourite Newman tracks. Uh, Ryan Hunter said, Gary combined various experiences into one song. A lot of his early lyrics have homosexual encounters, sometimes genuinely intimate, sometimes creepy. Uh, Joe was a girl he knew, but here he flips the gender, so it's a waiter and not a waitress. The narrator of the song is now a drug addict and depressed, false smiles I've rehearsed for days and misses the times he and Joe had together. Newman's work is kind of like Hans Christian Andersen's in a way, tragic and bittersweet. Anthony Faulkner said, musically it's a jaunty, cheerful foot-tapper of a tune. Lyrically, it's a tale of drugs, squalor and life without love. It fits within the tone of the Jubilee Army album, but an odd life choice. Uh, Tonya Follows said, I loved it when he forgot the words and had to start again, and from then onwards he had them printed on the floor. This has always been one of my favourite tracks and love the live versions. Over on Twitter, Tony J said, what a tune, a standout track from the Jubilee Army album. Its simplicity speaks for itself, and at live it's a great showstopper. Adrian Tudor said, always been a favourite. Uh, got replicas and pleasure principle first, so Jubilee Army was a shock. Joe was the most accessible song on the album, and I could play it myself. Um, quite a difference between the music and lyrics. The album seemed experimental, even to young ears. Joe was my way into the album, still a gig highlight. Stevie Flaxon said, I play a finger-picked acoustic version of it at gigs and open mics regularly. No one can ever believe it's a Gary Newman song, but it always seems to go down well. And over on email, um, John Garland said, I've always loved Joe the Waiter. It's such an intriguing song, but an odd one too. A bit like the whole of the first Tubeway Army album, I reckon. The lyrics hint at all sorts of things, vulnerability, drugs, loneliness, sexual ambiguity. While the tune is simple, it's so catchy. Uh, it's a true quirky Newman classic, which means a lot to many fans, including me. Always a highlight hearing it perform live too. And Andrew Legg also on email said, love the simplicity and purity of the song. Assume the lyrics were about something perhaps illicit, but very moving as the pace picks up. Saw Gary play this live not that long ago and thought it was mesmerizing, making the hairs stand up. So that's it for this episode of Electric Friends and I'm sure we'll be hearing that classic track on Gary's acoustic tour in a few months time. Uh, in Gary News, he's been touring the States recently with Ministry and looks like it was an awesome tour. Uh, let me know if you saw him on one of those dates and what it was like, especially how it might compare to UK shows if you've been to both. I'd love to hear um, how it might go down there and if there's any kind of difference. If you want to get in touch with suggestions for future episodes or just to say hello, please email me. You can find me newmanpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at Newman Podcast. And you can find all past episodes at newmanpodcast.com. You can subscribe to the podcast and all the usual places. So please spread the word to your fellow Newmanoid mates. And so for now, have a good one and speak to you all soon. We are A Gary Newman podcast celebrating the tracks by a musical pioneer. pioneer.